With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. 170 positives for COVID-19 in Friday's report. Cayman now has 3,675 active COVID cases with more than 5,000 people in isolation. As of 8 a.m. Friday, there were 21 COVID-19 patients hospitalized in the islands. 81% of the population has had at least one dose of a COVID vaccine. 78% have completed the two-dose course, and about 12% of the population has received a third or booster dose. Honorable Premier Wayne Panton addresses concerns regarding Cayman's business community. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins explains. The Phase 4 control and management of COVID-19 regulations are designed with the private sector and business community in mind. Who have a large role to play in helping us transition into a, a successful reopening. The regulations are aimed at ensuring that businesses can operate safely and our people remain safe. But Honorable Premier Wayne Panton fears some establishments are not doing their part. However, we in government have been receiving too many reports, too often that businesses um, in the community operate on the outskirts of what is acceptable uh, regarding public health and safety protocols. Premier Panton goes on to reiterate what is expected to be done by all establishments. The regulations for restaurants and bars call for tables to be six feet apart and masks must be worn by all front of house staff. Imagine having to close your business down and pay fines because you shrugged off enforcing the policies and guidelines that have been put in place to protect your customers and the community at large. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The government hopes that by January 2022, they will be able to provide an update on potentially moving to Phase 5. In addition to upgrading policies and procedures and starting work to deploy a field hospital at the Family Life Center, the Health Services Authority is working to fill a number of staffing vacancies. HSA is also working to recruit individuals to be able to staff the field hospital. And these individuals are being sourced both locally and overseas because we do um, admit that we do have some persons from the field that are retired, that are here, that are willing and, and capable capable of lending their talents and help us during this this crisis. Minister for Health and Wellness, the Honorable Sabrina Turner, says 52 temporary positions have also been added to COVID response within the HSA and public health. HSA has already recruited over 30 nurses who will be starting within the next two months and with more job offers and interviews that are still ongoing. And the flu hotline is getting a boost as well to help reduce the growing wait times for callers. The flu hotline has been expanded with additional staff operating from a new location, and this is due to the increasing of our capacities to respond more efficiently to the growing volumes of calls to reduce hold times for those who are calling, as well as improving the work environment for staff overall. In a written statement, the Health Services Authority tells Radio Cayman the recruitment of additional intensive care unit staff will also allow the department to fully utilize the ventilators necessary for the treatment of COVID patients. The government is continuing its series featuring local leaders as they work to reassure the public that the islands are ready to welcome back tourists to our shores. Acting Deputy Governor the Honorable Gloria McField-Nixon tells CIGTV the last year has stimulated innovation within the civil service in an effort to protect customers and staff while continuing to provide government services. 
In terms of support to our amazing um, and valued customers, we've gone to great lengths. So I've discussed a bit about the work that has taken place to make sure that when they physically visit our um, places of work, that they remain safe. And that, of course, is very important. As for the more vulnerable clients who prefer not to visit in person, Ms. McField Nixon says government has developed a myriad of options for them, particularly in the form of online services. She says these options will remain available and will be built upon in the months to come. Our weekly report on Cabinet Minutes shows money movement. Radio Cayman's Paula Kell has more. The first thing Cabinet did on November 9th was approve two work permit exemptions under the new Immigration Transition Act. Next, a new director was appointed to the Auditor's Oversight Authority's Board of Directors. Cabinet also reduced the monthly remuneration for board members down to three grand for the chair, $2250 for the deputy, and $1500 for directors. On the flip side, Cabinet increased the monthly stipend paid to the University College of the Cayman Islands Board of Governors, four grand for the chair, two thousand for the deputy, and one thousand for each member. Cayman's leaders also shuffled some money in the budget. They increased appropriations to UCCI for teaching of tertiary level, professional, and vocational programs by almost two hundred and fifty-two thousand dollars, pulling the allocation for local and overseas scholarships. Cabinet also reallocated funds from the Ministry of Sustainability and Climate Resiliency to the portfolio of legal affairs by moving the money earmarked for policy and administration by 110,000 CI dollars to settlement of claims for the 2021 fiscal year. Another shuffle involved the transfer of $3.1 million from the Ministry of Education to the Department of Education Services with increases of $325,000 for primary education. $900,000 for secondary education, $50,000 for education services for students with special needs, and $1.8 million for facilities maintenance and operational school support services. For Radio Cayman News, I am Paula Kahl. You can check out the Cabinet Minutes in full at explore.gov.ky. Just before 2 p.m. Thursday, police and other emergency services were dispatched by the 911 Communications Center to a report of a serious assault on Hell Road in West Bay. A man was attacked by another man with a machete while he was at the gas station on Hell Road. Officers arrived on the scene and found the injured man who was conscious and appeared alert. They were joined by the ambulance who administered first aid to the victim and then took him to the hospital. He was treated for what appeared to be serious but non-life-threatening injuries and later discharged. A short a short time later, a 36-year-old West Bay man was arrested in relation to the incident and taken into custody. He currently remains in custody pending further investigation. Today is observed globally as International Men's Day, and the Family Resource Center is putting out a message to men and everyone else in the community. We have long recognized that so many times men are boxed in into a stereotype and they are given a mold that they should fit in, what masculinity looks like, what men should do or should not do. That's Andre Bailey, parent facilitator at FRC. He says it's crucial that society understands how burdensome stereotypes can be on men. The statistics show that men are more likely to commit suicide or men are more likely to, to be involved in drugs as coping mechanisms or even to be victims of homicide. So it's important for us to highlight these issues, to recognize that these things are happening, one. And two, for men who are doing their part in contributing positively to society to be 
positive role models to other men and boys in society and men who are nurturing to their families to recognize that, yes, we recognize what is going on. We recognize the efforts that you are making and we respect you and we honor and we salute you for doing that. The official University College of the Cayman Islands Pandemics group are just one of the many performers scheduled for tomorrow's Old Time Days Come Back Again. The special look at at National Museum will feature local food, Caymanian traditions, catboat rides, John Canoe, Quadrille, and more. It is all taking place between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. All government COVID-19 safety protocols will be adhered to, and attendees are asked to wear a mask, sanitize regularly, and practice proper social distancing. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings.